Please listen carefully. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. I forgot words. I really did forget words. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hypothetical Siblings Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Lainey. And how, how are you doing, everyone? Those of you who are German, those of you who are not German, because there are only two types of people that listen to this podcast, apparently. Mm-hmm. How was your week, kid? How, it was really how's fun. How's your things going? What's happening? What's popping? Where, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's uh, a little bit earlier in the morning than we usually record, and by early in the morning, I mean 10.45. I usually would only be awake for 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, no, my week was really good. Um, opening um, stuff up, you know, going to work, which is so fun, and uh, mostly seeing people, though, um, still people in that are close to me because, mm-hmm. you know, and still social distancing with some people. But my friend from out of town was here and I got to see her. Um, we went up to the lake with our cousins and friends because mm-hmm. um, they have a little cabin and a little private beach. That was really nice. Um, that was really nice. My legs got like weird splotch burns. <laughs> Because I put on sunscreen, but I didn't do it well. Um, so I like, see how I have this line on my yeah. arm, you know, and on my legs. Like, my feet are fried, but then my shin is totally fine, but then the top of my knee is fucked up. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. I surprisingly did not get burned, but that maybe that's... That is surprising. That's, yeah, but maybe that's just because I got burned um, last week on Thursday on my back, so I was very wary. You were prepared. Yeah. Um... And we get to start, hopefully, start a D and D campaign soon with our family, which I'm super excited which is gonna about. Which going to be dope. I don't think yeah. we, we have, have we ever talked about D and D on this podcast. Um, no, I don't think we've ever had a reason to. I was going to say I don't think I've ever been. I know that I've never been playing a campaign of any kind, but you haven't either. I don't right, think. Right, because I've only ever played the one. Oh, you've only ever played that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing D and D. Usually as a DM for probably shit since sophomore year of high school junior year of high school ah uh, shit so that's five six years something like that holy crap six years yeah um but yeah guess what that's a fun game and you should try it because it's not just for nerds yes it's a good thing it's really fun there's lots of aspects of it that people that a lot of different people i think would enjoy but right It's been so labeled as, like, a nerdy thing. Right. Well, I think, though, it's kind of come back into society, and it's not as... Well, I don't know if it's any less nerdy or dorky to play D&D. I think the difference is that... um, More people have gotten into it. More people are okay with being, quote, nerdy. Right. Right. That that is not as big of a um, social, like, faux pas. Yeah. You know, anymore, and it's kind of revered to be nerdy because it kind of is supposed right. to mean that you're intelligent. Right. So yeah. I think that it's got a little bit more groundswell, a little bit more hook this time. Yeah. The nerds, I feel like, are, unless you're like 
really weird start are not being criticized like, bullied anymore right exactly well, so yeah so that that should be fun um that should happen not this sunday but the next sunday i think is when that's going to happen so oh, cool. you'll probably hear about it on the podcast in three weeks time so well yeah so there's this episode you're listening to one more episode and the one after that will be the one that we probably talk about playing D&D with our family talk about it talk about it that's one thing also I did recently was watch Shrek 2 oh alright how was that I love Shrek 2 I made our parents watch it with me what a review (laughs) (laughs) I love it it has so many movie references in it. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not just movie, but, like, pop so culture. many pop culture references right. that, That's like... kind of a deal, right? Just fly over your head as a yeah. child. Oh, sure. There were... I mean, I was watching it. It was like watching it with new eyes. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, like, what? give us an example of what you're talking about. Like, when um, Puss in Boots attacks Shrek the first mm-hmm. time they meet... He pops out of his shirt just like the alien does in Alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's all like, <laughs> It's so funny. And I was like, oh my god. And there's other stuff that I don't really remember right yeah, now. Sure. I get you. No, I, I felt exactly that same way the last time I walked Shrek 2. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> wow. Also, do you feel like, you know how you watch old animated movies and you're like, Geez, this age. Mm-hmm. Not with Shrek. That's true. Like, the animation is still so solid. Yeah. Holds up. Well, there's something about that Pixar style, I think, that it's kind of cartoonish enough, right? Or that well, it, but, the art style of it yeah. kind of lends itself to not aging, you know? Well, but Toy Story, if we right. went back and watched the first well, one. The first one is, what, 98? I, I don't know. Sure. Let's find out. Let's look. 98. That's it, just like you. It's something like that. I mean, it's old. Where Shrek, even the first one, I think is like 2002. Um, I think that Shrek 2 was 2001 because one of my friends was like, oh my God. <laughs> the week you were born, like the biggest selling movie title is like your life or something. And one of my friends got Shrek 2. And I was like, like, well, that's goals. Um, let's see here. Toy Story. Uno. So, Toy Story 1 is 1995. Oh, sh- ah, shit. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit, you're here. <laughs> and then Shrek. The first Shrek is 2001. Yeah, okay. Shrek so that's 2 huge... is 2004. Okay. So, that's a huge difference, though. Right. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I think nine years, you know, almost a decade right. is holding up a little bit better. So I wonder if we're going to look back. Well, but like... Because Toy Story was one of the first properly CG animated movies, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, how was your week? What'd you do? It was good. Really nothing. I worked a lot. Uh, I've closed every night since Wednesday. Um, either from 4 to 9 or 1 to 9. Um, and to give context, it's Saturday now, and you still have cl- to close today. And I do still have to close today, which should be fine. Yesterday, it, it's very strange right now, and I think I talked about how there's limited capacity in the store, and so there's this kind of controlled chaos, but um, yesterday especially was just a lot of... Because in sales, 
there's the stuff where it's like, this is a really expensive item, but it's relatively small. So something like, uh, you know, at generic sports store, we sell a variety of like scopes or uh, optics or binoculars or stuff like that. That can get up to like the $3,000 range, right? And if the right person comes in looking for something like that, all you got to do is say, hey, I think for what you've said, you need this one. And then you hand it to them and you just did $3,000 in sales and all you had to do was give a guy a box, you know. Yesterday was a lot of really big items that were not worth, in comparison to something like optics, a lot of money. So, like, this old man came in looking at one of those um, toolboxes for the top of your car, but it only cost $500, right? And so he was this little tiny old man, and so I had to get the box from back in, like, the warehouse part of the store take it to his car, and then put it on the car for him. Oh, wow. Because he just couldn't. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's fine. It's not that I mind doing it, but I'm like, that, you know, comparatively, is a million times more work Right. to get the same amount. So it was just a lot of stuff like that. Like, I sold a big canvas tent and <laughs> stuff like that. That weighs probably 200 pounds. Oh. You know? Exactly. So it was just a whole lot of stuff like that, which is again is fine, but just really tires you out from all the mm -hmm. walking and lifting and everything like that. Because you're a big strong man. Yeah, no, I am not. Which is the <laughs> issue. Because if I was, it'd be whatever. Yeah. You know, one hand that bitch. But yeah. such is life. You need um, to get shredded. I do need to get shredded. <laughs> I could do with some shredding. You know, there's a, there's a few layers that could be shredded. Shredded. <laughs> um, is that what that means? No, well, shed is to shed layers, but shredding yeah. is like, I don't know. Like sh shredded wheat. Because that, what? No, <laughs> shredded wheat. <laughs> I think something about um, shredding is the idea that you're getting cut, like you're cutting fat, you know? Okay. Because like lean meat. Lean. Lean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I do this week? Really not much. I'm trying to think of like, Anything I watched, or I've been watching a lot of New Girl, because you got me onto that, <laughs> and oh my God, what! It is a very our humor type of yeah, show yeah. where it's just, it's very. I don't like using the word random because that makes me think of like E Girl Random Ha. XD. Exactly, um, but it's more like there's a very creative spark to the show that drives a lot of it and I don't know if that comes from the actors themselves because a lot of that stuff is improv right that they're just throwing out there um, or if it's from a, a director's standpoint or where in the production that came from but it's hilarious to watch because they come up with jokes and things like that that you just wouldn't find in other shows like we watched New Girl for a long time when it was first airing on TV as a family like that was kind of the Sunday night show for a while um, and similar stuff more recently, well, recently as in like years ago now, but like Big Bang Theory, right? Big Bang Theory and, and shows like it are very rhythmic and that it's da-da-da-da-da joke. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da joke, right. right? Where New Girl, they don't stop and wait for the laugh track. They'll just throw something out there and then keep moving. And if you want to stop and laugh, that's your prerogative. Yeah. And I do like that kind of show better. Right? Same thing as The Office, 
where it's like, this is clearly supposed to be a joke and we're kind of taking a second to recognize it, but now we're moving on. Right. right? It, it feels more organic that way. It doesn't feel like it's like, okay, now laugh. Yeah. You know? It's like, it almost seems like they're more real people. Because mm-hmm. like, even though some of the plots and storylines are and cr- stuff, just ridiculous. Yeah, are crazy. You're also kind of like, this could happen, and yeah. I act like this sometimes. Yeah, you know, like if shit got weird enough, or I was presented with the situation, I could see either myself or my friends doing something similar. Right, right. Right. Um, like the line we were talking about a little while ago was, um, two of the characters are revealing that are in a relationship are revealing things about themselves so that uh, another character can't sabotage their relationship with hidden information. And the guy says, I'm not convinced that I actually know how to read. I think I just memorized a bunch of different words. And it's just stuff like that that I'm like, I've had weird thoughts like that. Like, not that exact one, obviously, but I'm like, what if I can't, you know, actually swim? And it's just all instinct, you know? I mean, we did both graduate from swim class, so. Is that the one where they tried to drown us or the other one? The other one. The one at the, where you drive up towards the lake? Listen, I don't... No, no, no. The, the, um... The YMCA one. No! There was another school... Oh, the, the, the colored animal. (laughs) It's so weird trying to censor information for this, because it's like, I don't want people to, like, find us, but at the same time, we've already given enough away that people probably could put it together. Yeah, metallic animal swim class (laughs) is, uh... That's a good one. And our cousins have continued to do it after us. That's true. All the little baby ones are doing it. Babies. Babies. What is that guy? Zafranks one? The YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Zafranks. You guys. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There's this channel, like we said, Zafranks. It's Z-E and then Franks. And it is so hilarious. This person or people make videos about um, animals and it's true facts about them. So you learn about animals. But it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's presented in kind of a comedic style um, where it's very non-scientific takes on scientific facts. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, and they're only, what, like six minutes a piece or yeah. something like that? You can chew through them like nothing. So if y'all are bored and you're quarantine or isolation, whatever it is nowadays, that is something to kill a lot of time. Because there's a lot of videos. Because there's a ton. He's got like years of it on there, right. you know. I just watched the giraffe one. That's a pretty good one. And I knew a lot of it already, but it was so funny. <laughs> um, what else did I do? Kind of nothing besides watching New Girl, watch a lot of YouTube, went to the lake, like you said. That lake is cold. I feel like I'm more sensitive to temperature now for whatever reason, like both heat and cold. And I don't know what about me has changed that that is the case. Well... I asked one of my friends, I said, like, I don't know if it's just me as I get older or if the lake is actually colder, but it was hard for me to get in and do that. Mm -hmm. And he said that um, last time that he went to in the lake, Mm -hmm. that it was way cold, too. So I don't know if it's just early, because we don't usually go... We usually don't go until, like, June. July. Late June, early July. That's true. So, yeah. When you get in a proper summer and it's warmer out, so it makes the shallower parts of the lake a lot warmer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Oh, 
But the other thing is, I've been having a lot of dreams, and I don't know if we've ever talked about dreams on the podcast. Um, I don't think we have yet, which is weird, because... We talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that dreams really have meanings, right? But that's because largely my personal experience with having different dreams and things like that is... I, I don't know what meaning... So let me just tell this story of this dream, and then if any of you decide that there's a meaning to what is about to happen, then feel free to let me know. But we're in our old house, right? Like, we were still living there. Um, the what? This is the house that we grew up in. Our parents moved. Um, like three years ago. Yeah, so we were already pretty much adults by the time that they, they moved to this current house. Um, but in the house that we grew up in... Um, and we had, we kind of backed up to the desert, basically, just kind of wilderness, right? And for whatever reason, something happened, and there was just a helicopter out there, like a big Black Hawk military helicopter, right? And so I'm teenage at this point, and I, you know, so me and my buddies go back up, and we're like, look at this fucking helicopter, we're climbing all over it, and... It, it obviously did not function like a regular helicopter because there's, like, car keys hang, <laughs> hanging out of it, like, in some kind of ignition. And I was like, yo, what the fuck, the keys are still in here. And they're like, we'll fuck it. We'll drive it. Like, let's fly this thing, right? And I was like, I don't know how to fly a helicopter. And they're like, do it, little bitch, right? And I was like, yeah, you're right. And the rest of the dream was just me figuring out how to fly this big helicopter and flying around different parts of town and, like, picking up my buddies and just hanging out in this helicopter and getting into no trouble <laughs> at all for landing a military-sized helicopter in the middle of the street and just picking up children. So the thing about dreams is I have a lot of them very vividly, constantly. Okay. Yeah. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. And I think that sometimes you can totally derive meaning from them. Right. Like, I the amount of nightmares that I've had that take place in our middle school. <laughs> is it because of the layout of our middle school? Because originally it was based on a prison, you know? No, I think that I was just really stressed out in middle school. <laughs> um, but also, my I had this dream so long ago, but I remember it so well. Mm -hmm. And I've told it to so many people because I think it's hilarious. I'm in just a gray room. Like, it's all the same shade gray. In the middle of it, there's, like, a lattice that you use to, like, grow vines and stuff on. Mm -hmm. And it's just standing up on its own, which I think is weird. And Voldemort is there. I was going to say, is this the Voldemort one? Yeah. Oh, God. And he's chasing me around this lattice, just, like, total cartoon. like. And so I decide he's on the other side, um, the, the other side at one point. And so I decide to get out of it. I'm just going to play dead. And so I just lay on the ground. And he, like, believes that I'm dead. And he, so he goes and checks my heartbeat, which is so weird. So he puts his ear down to my chest. Does he have ears? Yeah, he has. I think he has ears. Or does he have just, like, snake holes? Well, either way, he listens for my heartbeat. His and I hold my breath because, okay. you know, that's how hearts work. Because that's how hearts work. Yeah. And he, like, because it's a dream, I know that he thinks I'm dead and, like, believes that I'm not breathing anymore. <laughs> okay. But then, just to make sure I'm dead, 
he whips out like a handgun, <laughs> turns it sideways, so he's not holding it straight up and down like yeah. a regular person. Voldemort's a fucking gangster. <laughs> turns it sideways and shoots me twice. <laughs> and you know how everyone's like, oh, like, I died, but, like, I woke up yeah. before. No, I watched myself get shot <laughs> twice by Voldemort, and then that's where the dream ended. Now, you now, what say... is the meaning that we derive from Voldemort being an OG <laughs> and popping a cap in your ass? Exactly. So that's why I'm saying some dreams you're like, oh, God, I really hated middle school. But some dreams are you like, am I really afraid of Voldemort shooting me? You know? The, the powerful wizard who could literally just insta-kill you <laughs> with magic and said, decides that a Glock 9 <laughs> is the way to go. Yeah, so... Dreams are uh, really interesting, and I don't know if I believe there's meaning in all of them. That's reasonable. Excellent. Well, should we reveal our topic the big, this week? The big reveal. Can we make like a pull a tablecloth sound? You know, yeah. take the. This is not clickbait. This is not <laughs> clickbait. One weird trick. One weird trick that they never taught you. They never taught. <laughs> Was never. Alright, our topic for this week is going to be... Alien Invasion. Alien Invasion. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. I don't know what that second sound was, but that <laughs> that also. Um, it's kind of funny we were talking about how it's weird that we didn't start off with something like this, especially since our logo is aliens. I mean, not our main one. But... Well, there's our, there's our logo, which is just the name, but then all of our banners and stuff are... Have aliens UFO, hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't really have a meaning. Like, I just thought it was cool. It was just cool. It was just cool. Well, because it related kind of to hypotheticals, because, I mean, right. while I am confident that there is alien life somewhere, the actual contact, right, is a hypothetical because we don't know. We, we I mean, we don't know, right? That was the very first thing I was going to bring up, is do you think they're real? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Right. Yeah, and if you think that they don't, what the heck? I mean, there's just so much universe out there. Right. Well, I think the issue is that people... It, it is hard to grasp high numbers, right? So even for right. just people like on planet Earth, right? The amount of wealth that people can accumulate or have accumulated is ridiculous right right unbelievable it's it's like people say a billion dollars right no one knows what that means right and and when you put it on the context of it is a billion is a million million right you know yeah so it's like wait is it a thousand million uh, yeah because it's nine zeros a million is six zeros yeah so a thousand millions right and again even a million dollars like physically is insanity insanity Right. So when you bring into context that people cannot comprehend something that is on the planet or, or even the size of this planet. So when you try to explain to them the size, the, the vastness of the universe, it is incomprehensible because it is so big. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and trying to convince someone that there is an intelligent form of life that is similar, if not equivalent, if not surpassing our own exists in a space that they cannot comprehend, then it's really easy for it to not feel real. I get right. that, you know. But also, I always just feel like 
how can you believe that something such as life happened only on our planet? Like, if it, you know, you're so lucky to be here and alive, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And there's so many different weird life forms, even just on this planet. Right. How can you believe that just by a small percent chance or whatever, mm-hmm. that it didn't happen somewhere else? Right. Because even though it seems improbable, it's like, well, you know that the universe is big and like it's so big that even if the chance of it happening is really small, mm-hmm. that like I feel like it it would happen. Right. Well, cuz if you were to say that planet by planet it is a you know, I mean, it's an infinites infinitesimally small chance. I don't know. I think that's a word that sounds like a word. Um, so say it's like 1 Times 10 to the negative 9 chance. Right. Right? But that's for each planet, you know? You just keep rolling, and after a while, you're going to hit. Right. You know? So, yes, I absolutely do think that aliens exist. Whether or not they're of the ability to contact us, let alone invade us, right? Like, fly down in their saucers or whatever ship they do have. Right. Well, and that's one thing is people talk about... um, if aliens exist, so we got that part, we both right. think yes, but, like, have they landed on Earth? Because I feel like maybe, but, like, not that we know. So right. all the people saying they've seen stuff, I think, is not true. Well, did you know back in March that there was a UFO over the U.S. on video, and the government straight up came out and were like, yeah, we don't know what that is. Yeah, but that just means unidentified flying object. Exactly. It doesn't mean alien. Exactly, and that and that's where I think a lot of people get overly aggressive is because a, a UFO, while it is obviously largely associated with aliens, right, literally just means unidentified flying object. So if I'm flying a plane, right, and I come up on radar, but I don't contact the tower or, you know, there's no designation number, I think right. is how radars work, right? Then I am a UFO. Right. You know. So, yeah. I mean, there are videos out there, and of course everything's edited and everything like that nowadays. But And it's always on, like, a flip phone from a guy in Serbia. You know? <laughs> and you're like, really? Are we gonna... I, you know? Like, that could be literally anything. Um, but I'll tell you what. There's there's some of those that I've seen, and I'm like... Ah. Like, I, I like to think that I'm a, a logical thinker. That I can kind of... Um, separate some of the stuff that's just total bogus and what's not. Um, But I also think that I'm relatively gullible to a degree. Or maybe that it's that I want to believe it so badly that I'm willing to accept a little bit of lie because I'm just like, yeah, I really want it to be an alien. Mm -hmm. Um, As one of my friend's dad said, um, I'm whimsical. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, So I think there's a lot of allowance in my brain for the abnormal, you know, because mm-hmm. you're right. I would like to believe that there's more, you know, right. cause like there is still really incredible stuff here, mm-hmm. but like sometimes I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. That's well, real. So think about, cause I, so back, backing up to D and D, right. Part of that is being creative and a lot of people like to design their own worlds. And I, I do the same kind of as a hobby almost in my free time. Just think of, you know, qualities of different races and different takes on elves and dwarves and 
what if this weird animal existed and stuff like that, right? So getting to that place of, you know, you to just design something and it feel like it's, oh, well, this, is, this couldn't exist. It's just too strange. Think about an elephant for a second. Their nose is an arm, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Or just weird shit like that. Like, why a giraffe neck so long? Right. You know? And they have prehensile tongues that are purple. Exactly. You know? If, if people didn't know what a giraffe was and you told them that there is a an animal with, like, isn't it a, like a six-foot-tall neck? Yes. Who's... Tongue can grab things, and also that it's purple. Yes. Don't you think they'd be like, no? <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the hell? No. Yeah, absolutely. That's not. some weird creature you came up with for no reason. Yeah, like just is totally out there and wild. But yeah. there is just such strangeness that exists that we know of, mm-hmm. right? And and that's excluding all the animals on Earth that we don't know about. Right. Right. Like, right. isn't it something like in the ocean we only feel like we've categorized and seen like thirty percent of everything that exists? Right. Well, yeah, because we've explored so little of it, but not a lot lives where we haven't explored. Right. Well, I mean, you get down to those benthic zones right. and stuff, and like it's like that. extremophiles and stuff living. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like this fish is less than an inch thick because it can't be. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 Like blobfish, it's like the reason that it looks like that is because it's decompressed to fuck, <laughs> yeah. it just fell apart. Yeah, yeah, because it's... it's used to living in a coal. What's the thing where you get diamonds where you press stuff together? I don't know. It's like a really fancy pressure cooker. <laughs> it's basically what it is, but it's basically yeah. used to living in that. Yeah, our, and that's what holds the thing together. Our uh, my GT teacher in sixth grade, GT yeah. stands for gifted and talented. Just for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, Autistics Anonymous. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we were doing a unit on like the ocean or whatever. And he told us that there's parts of the ocean where it's like one blue whale per inch is like the pressure. So yep. like blue whales weigh however many tons. Many. And um, that's like how much pressure is on each inch. 22 of- tons? Why, I don't, why would I know that? I don't know. Our, our, I know weird things, so I expect bl- other people to know weird things also. Blue whales aren't the biggest whales, yes? Blue whales, I think, are the living, the largest living thing. Yeah. So let's see. How much does a... Blue whales. Blue. Between 110,000 and 330,000 pounds. Right. Which divided by two. Two. So that's like 55 tons. Yeah. Or... Um, <laughs> I really can't. 150? 160 tons? What? Oh, because oh, it's 300,000. 300,000. So yeah. it's between yeah, 55 yeah. and 155 tons. tons. Whereas an elephant is one ton. Yeah. So uh, think about that, why America. They, why are they so heavy? And apparently Germany. And Germany. I will never stop bringing that up because it's... A, I rarely expected to even have an audience when I started doing this, right? Like, I really wanted it to just be more for fun, and then, hey, if we get an audience or whatever. That being said, if any of you sell mattresses on the internet or other items that you would like us to plug, I would like to plug <laughs> items for you. Sell mattresses on yeah, the internet? Yeah, like, uh, what's it, Casper or Purple, um, right? Like, they got fancy mattresses that need to be sold. Okay. I could sell their mattresses. Why mattresses? I don't know, for whatever reason, that seems to come up a lot on podcasts. Okay. Or, or uh, earbuds. That, 
Hmm? Oh. Audible.com, if you're go. out there. <laughs> yeah. I like I like to listen to books. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, so there's just way too much weird stuff on the planet yeah. to not believe that something just because we're used to it doesn't mean that it's not weird. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, that being said, if aliens did invade, let's talk about that. So I am of the mind that if we haven't been able to recognize them, because there are two possibilities, right? A, there are no other forms of life in our solar system, which I think is is shaky. I think there's something, whether it be chemical soup, (laughs) right? Or venom. Right. Yeah. A symbiote. Symbiote? Symbiote? We've talked about this before. I don't know. Symbiote. Um... So whether it be some weird, like, microorganism or just sludge that is alive, right, that exists in our solar system, I think something like that does, but I don't think it's, like, an upright walking, right. technologically right. advanced thing. If it is within our solar system and it is something like that, then it is so far beyond our scope of technology that we aren't able to find it. Right. Which means that they are much more capable than us and have advanced to a significant degree past us. The other option is there is no intelligent life in our solar system. And so if aliens invade, it is coming from outside the solar system. Which is worse because because they have the technology to get here. To do that, right. Now, it could be a situation in which it is a like a Voyager, right? It is a probe or something like that that has come from outside the solar system and lands and has something similar to like we've done where we just send a pod and it has a bunch of stuff in it. Right. You know, and it's like hopefully they can interpret some of this. Right. Yeah, like they had diagrams of like a human woman and a human man right. and like all kinds of different stuff in there. Yeah, and audio files of like sounds. Right. You know. Um I also think though that it depends if something or some kind of life form lands on Earth, it completely depends where they land and what they look like. Because, like, if they land in America, low-key, no matter what, I kind of feel like (laughs) they might get wrecked. Oh, they're dead. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. Because if if it is some kind of either probe... Or it's the first, quote, manned mission. It's probably only going to have a couple of them. Right. Right? And if that's the case, they're so widely outnumbered and people are so fearful of stuff like that, that, yeah, they will probably be defeated. Yeah, either blown out of the sky, like, killed. Yeah, because truthfully, it's not getting to the ground. Right. Or just captured. Right. Like, if, if they do, by chance, make it to the ground... The U.S. government, if they find out, it's like that's ours now, and yeah. and we're gonna split you open. Correct. You know. Yeah. There, there is dark science to be done. Especially like the movie Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and I don't know that lady's name. Um, those things, even if they were benevolent and landed here, I kind of feel like everyone would be so freaked out of a mechanical octopus looking alien (laughs) that they would like boy you mechanical octopus looking ass (laughs) well I mean they would just die right because we're like our vision of alien for 
like the generic one is little green men. Right. right. Well, it's the one that's on our banner. Right. So like if that happened, I feel like there'd be so much more allowance of like, this is what we expected. So I, I do want to talk about the shape of an alien, right? Because so what I have found to be a very convincing argument actually comes from a video game. That video game is called Mass Effect for those who know. Um, but in this game, it's it's a very, I think it's 22, 24 something, 23 something. Like it's, it's far future, but not crazy, you know? Um, and basically all of the alien races that are in the game are some form of biped or quadruped, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a very upright, very human-esque body shape. Right. right? And for a long time, sci-fi has kind of gotten away with just doing that because it was people in suits, right? And the other thing is that humans are vain by nature and want to create things that look like them, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so at some point, the question gets asked, it's like, well, not every alien species is going to look like a person because why would it all look like a person? Well, they answer that question in the game, and the answer is there are only so many body types that are conducive to tool use. Right, that's true. And to get to space, you have to be able to use tools. Tools. So it is the size of the brain to be able to think and get there, and then it is the body shape to allow you to use the tools that you can think of to achieve your goal. Right. Right. Um, Exactly. Like That's what I was thinking about earlier, because... Um, one really prominent example of aliens in my mind is Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. Because they allow for so many different races and that kind of thing mm-hmm. to be in- involved. But all of them are similar to humans. But then I thought about how there are so many life forms on Earth mm-hmm. that are not intelligent enough to do certain things. Right. Um, because we have thumbs. <laughs> right. And there are animals with human-like intelligence, um, like uh, corvids, the birds. Yeah, crows and stuff like and, that. And, like, octopi and stuff right. are able to do a lot. Um, but, like, you know, thumbs are huge. Right, right. <laughs> well, and the thing about the octopus especially, because the corvid has the advantage of being at least a, a land animal, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, it's right, fly, but yeah. Um, the, the downside of the octopus is that it is uh, liquid-based, right. right? So once it is on land where... Because I guess you could have an aquatic race, right? So maybe that's not totally crazy. Could, hmm. Yeah, I feel like you could have an aquatic race. Mm-hmm. But, but an aquatic race is going to need a lot more tools to be able to travel right from planet to planet well i don't mm, mm, mm. because if you think about earth right it is probably more beneficial to be aquatic than land-based but on earth if we're talking about species that are traveling because they're starting from way lower than we are right and we're already used to the atmosphere of being on land and while it gets you know thinner Mm -hmm. air and more pressure and that kind of stuff as you go up or less pressure less there is greater (laughs) pressure the lower you go right so because as you go higher you get away from the atmosphere yes okay so you know traveling upwards where there's less pressure is a challenge but they have to go through breaking the surface of water right. and going then up. going up even mm. more. 
because even by chance, if there was an all water planet, sure. they'd still have the challenge of breaking the surface of to the get water up into space. Right. Hashtag surface tension. Surface tension. <laughs> Hashtag putting drops on a penny in science class. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I think that it would be, it would likely be a humanoid, right? Um, which really just means that it is some type of upright shape. Right. Whether or not it has many legs or many arms or right. kajillion eyes. Unless there's like some sort of species that has magic and can move stuff with its head or with its mind. Because <laughs> yeah. then like you don't need thumbs if you can just imagine doing it and right, it happens. Right, Because <laughs> then, yeah. I, I, people have talked about how like if a spaceship lands here, our brains won't even recognize it. Right. And like we'll just keep going. Yeah, I, I get that, because it's like that um, video with the guy in the gorilla suit walking through all the people playing basketball. Basketball, exactly. Because it's like you're so looking at the thing that you want to think is there right. that you can't recognize something that yeah. isn't. I get that. That video was ruined for me because I read about it before I watched it, because hashtag that's, psych classes. That's rough. <laughs> That's um, big rough. Yeah, but they're like, count how many times they pass the ball. And while you're busy doing that, a gorilla, a man in a gorilla suit walks through the video and people don't even notice right. that it happened. Right. Right. Or like that, have you seen that picture that circulated on the internet that you can't recognize anything in the picture? Like it's either, I think it's edited to where nothing is recognizable. Like you stare at it. And there might be parts of things that you think is something, no. but you can't point at one thing and say, I know what that is. So is it just an abstract, like, bunch of shapes? Um, it looks like it's, like, just a table that has a bunch of crap on it. Okay. But you can't tell what anything is. And it's so weird. I'll, I'll try right. and find no, it. I'll, no, no, I'll no. look it up live on air because we'll get a live reaction to this thing. Because it, it's so weird to look at a picture and try and point something out. Well, that's the other thing about aliens coming here is, like, we, I mean, human imagination can maybe only go so far. And so when and if they land on Earth, mm -hmm. they could just be something that we have no idea, you know, what it is, what it looks like. There could be other forms of life that do work and are able to use tools, mm -hmm. but we just haven't seen that biological, like, form yet, you know? Yeah, I get that. I don't, okay, so this is... Did you find it? I think I did. <laughs> Show uh, it to me. Hold on, it's this one, but I'm going to get a better... Yeah, that's no, that's it? the one I was thinking okay. about. all right. Live on there. Let's try to describe <laughs> what exactly I'm. And we can post it on our at. social media. Yeah, post too. it on Instagram or something like that. So <laughs> it almost so it it is clearly a room, right? So, but it has a bunch of objects in it that are you can't really see a whole piece of anything. It's not as shocking. The longer I look at it, the more it kind of is starting to make sense because you can see like that there is obviously, like, something wrapped in a plastic bag, and there is a rack that has what is probably jewelry on it, you know? Yeah, it's, like, clearly edited to where you, it's like... It's kind of scuffed. Yeah, like, you can... It's so hard for me to, like... 
Well, I mean, that's the whole thing, is it's supposed to be indescribable, unrecognizable. Right. So it's the worst thing to ever try and do on an audio podcast. But go check out our Instagram. I'll post it on Reddit. We'll do a couple of different things just to kind of get it out to you guys so you can see. Um, but it, it really is hard to really Understand. piece any of it together. Right. Exactly. That's interesting. So maybe aliens have landed and nobody just fucking noticed. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Or, yeah. Because, again, one of those species that we haven't found yet could just be, like, ant people. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um. Also, have you seen the thing where aliens did touch on Earth, but it was when dinosaurs right. were alive, but and they were, like, like, yeah. they were like, hmm, kind of fuck this, bye. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's a couple of different theories that I've seen. One's, like, there was intelligent life, and then there was some type of, like, solar system level extinction event mm -hmm. that happened billions of years ago right and then we are after the fact mm. um or that it's so far there is intelligent life it's so far away that we will for all intents and purposes never reach it because our our society can expand so far into the future and so far that we will collapse before we are able to make contact right um or just the theory that this is it that the chance is so small that it happened this one time, right. you know. But I wonder if this happening lends itself to other life being created. Because, um, I, th is it, I think it's Chernobyl. Have you? Chernobyl? Yeah. I, like, just learned about this, like, a couple days ago. But you know how it's so radi radioactive that, mm -hmm. like nothing can survive there sure except for that they discovered um i don't think it was recent but like more towards when it happened but uh a species of like uh mold that's just fucking eating just... the radiation <laughs> and like the radiation levels are going down way faster than anyone could have predicted because this... the mold's just eating it yeah this new fucking species of mold is just like wow i love this i love radiation <laughs> i love radiation Radiation is one of those things that I don't really understand because it is, it, it feels like a force. It's the sun. Right. But it, it has been described to me in that its physical state is almost like dust that you can't see. Oh, so like there can, in the air? Yeah. But it all like also laying on things like okay. there's a physical, like it sits kind of. Mm -hmm. And this is all totally secondhand, so <laughs> forgive me if I'm just talking out of my ass, everyone. Um, but there can be, like, for example, a room that you stand in, and assuming that you are not moving and are on one side of the room where there is no radiation, and the radiation is on the other side of the room, you will not be affected. But your movements kind of kick it up into the air like mm -hmm. dust, and you're just dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm not a science person, so yeah. uh, that's not something... That... I am a science person, just the wrong kind. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> not radiation. Correct. Uh, um, yeah, that's so weird. So so I guess new life could be created from certain well, and that's the events. Thing. That's the thing, too, is the only life, quote, that we know is carbon-based life. Right. Right, so there's a lot of theories about stuff that is, what if it's just life that we can't recognize because it doesn't fit our definition of life right right well and uh people discover new elements like mm -hmm. you know that's a, that's a thing that happens so right. 
in a different galaxy, solar system, whatever, there's, I mean, I assume there's going to be more elements, more shit that we just don't have access to that could potentially, yeah, make life that we don't recognize or that we could, but it's just so far away or so far out there that we just don't, we can't see. What else you got on the list, girl? What else you got? Um, I wrote down the different kind of aliens that could land. So, like, if aliens are so, like, that show that we've talked about before that we used to watch called Falling Skies, Mm -hmm. like, those aliens came to Earth and said, fuck you, this is ours, right? And Mm -hmm. just started attacking and, like, invade, like, actually invading. Right. Um, (laughs) I wrote under it, dead, because... (laughs) If that were to happen, my mom and I's suicide pact would kick in and we'd, right. we'd be Audi 5000. <laughs> well, because the thing is, is again, like we said earlier, is if they have the technology that they have the means to arrive in such a, on such a level, right? So they're bringing hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions to our planet in an aggressive act, then yeah, I agree. We're probably toast because the best thing we got or that we know of anyway, is a nuke, (laughs) right? right? And our ability to use those without destroying ourselves is limited. Is super limited, yeah. Um, And again, if they're getting to the point that they are arriving on Earth, they're way past nuclear technology. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, Or at least have a way that they are expecting it and are able to deal with it. Right. Um, yeah, so that's, like, the malevolent, like, fuck you, alien. Right. No, if, again, if it gets to that point, I think it's over. (laughs) Which is why mom and I are out. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote medium aliens, (laughs) because, like, to where maybe they weren't coming to invade or, like, attack, Mm -hmm. but are, like, really defensive or would, are, you know, just really wary of us. Because well, maybe they recognize what we're doing and are like, okay, this could be a threat. So know? it's, when you say what we're doing, what do you mean? Like, seeing the war, you know, and like fighting and the way mm-hmm. that we treat other beings, ourselves yeah, and sure. other species and stuff. Um, you know, they're kind of coming in like, maybe we could like have an alliance question mark. But but again, what is the benefit that they get right from yeah. that? Um, so <laughs> that's when I wrote Edge of Tomorrow situation, where we're not just toast and like living in an apocalyptic apocalyptic yeah. universe. You know, it's like we have gathered resources enough to where if it came to it, we could fight them, mm-hmm. um, whether we win or lose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, and. That's when I wrote, that depends where they land. Because, like, if they're not ready to fight right away, and they land in America, mm-hmm. you know, then then I think they would be. Right. <laughs> Whereas if they landed in somewhere more rural, maybe less people. Well, I mean, if you want to go extreme rural, let's talk, like, I forget which is more, but something like West Africa. Right. Or I think East is probably, I don't know. I don't know my Africa very well. But, like, deep-ass tribal Africa. Right. right. Or say they landed, like, that one island in French New Guinea or something like that, 
where it's like every time anyone tries to go there, there's just a tribe that'll like murder you. Right. Like say the aliens landed there and they just think the rest of what's going on is this. Right. You know? Yeah. Or if they don't make human contact right away. Yeah, they're just hanging out in a field. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Those are the kind of aliens that are, like, smart enough to where they, I don't think, could be manipulated by people. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, but also we might have a chance in fighting them. Hmm. And lastly, I wrote stupid aliens (laughs) that are... Maybe not stupid in intelligence, but emotional intelligence where they're, yeah, where they're like gullible Mm. because like maybe we'd attack them at first, but I don't know if they would fight back super hard at least. And I wrote domesticate them question mark (laughs) because I kind of feel like if there were enough of them and they landed, people would just start being like, we're friends now, right. but then just kind of keep them. Friends are like this, and it's right. just slavery. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we might be able to form an alliance with them in the rarest scenario, but I think that they'd just be so manipulated well, by Well, I mean, look at the history of man and how that goes. The first contact with new people is always, okay, I'm in charge. Right. And if I don't get to be in charge then I'm going to kill you until I'm in charge. Yeah. You know? Um, Hashtag colonialism. Right. I mean, that is the nature of man, I think. Right. Right. And so I think that some type of contact where there was a a somewhat equal playing field is years and years and years and years of war until either someone gets beat or we both get tired and we're like, all right, let's do something else. Because right. this is obviously not working. Right. Here's an agreement. Exactly. Some kind of You trade. fuck off. You hang out on Mars. We'll hang out here. We can trade info. Whatever. But yeah. the second something comes in the sky, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it just totally depends on the level. I might not be here. Well, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, this is all assuming that their culture represents something even mildly near our own. Right. Right. Um, cause the other thing is they could come in with the same colonialistic mentality where it's like, it's not, I get off the boat and just start shooting, but I get off the boat, hang out, decide that you're inferior and now I'm shooting, Right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it could totally be something along those lines or, um, well, and it could totally be like the exact same thing as like what happened with Christopher Columbus and like the native Americans right. and like. Not only do I steal from you and you teach me some things and I give you diseases that you've right. never had before, but also your land is mine right. and your people are dead. Right. Like, I could totally see that happening, especially if they make contact with us. Because if there was a future where we made contact, I he would do that too. Yeah, we'd do the same thing that we've always done. Yeah. So I think that it's just no bueno and it's probably good that we're chilling right, right. now. Ooh, the other theory that I remember is that alien life found us, right? Because their ability to surveil is so much further than our own. Mm-hmm. They found us and are purposefully ignoring us. Yeah. Because they're like, we don't want any of that. That's a shit show. But they, we, they either want to see us evolve to a point that it's like that level of conflict or that immediate action. We've kind of overcome our own nature. Mm-hmm. Or that we're just not worth their time and everyone saw us and moved on. Right. You know. Which fair. Right. I was like, yeah, I can't really blame you, especially with everything that's going on now. If there were a point where we evolved past our own 
nature. Is that right. what I said? That that would take so many years right. to well, think, happen. Think about how long we have existed on the planet, right? Right. And if you want to talk terms of our evolution, yeah, kind of in quotes, um, it's getting exponentially faster, right? The thing is, is the di- the distance, I guess you would say, that we have to go into the future to overcome the nature of ourselves, we have to get to a point where there is no want, right? That everyone has what they need to survive and are living not just consistently, but comfortably. Right. That's where you get to a point where we can be like, okay, we don't have to fight anymore because everyone's got what they need. Right. Right. World peace. Exactly. But even then, there's situations with, like, who owns Jerusalem. Right. You know? And it's like, that's never going to stop until someone doesn't exist. Right. Right. Yeah. Which... So, yeah. Right. So there's just going to be... The, the conflict is going to last for, for forever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking, like, thousands of years, mm-hmm. you know? Excellent. I think that pretty much wraps up everything I wanted to say. Is there anything else that you had to say about any of it? Or anything you have written down? Nope. I mean, we covered everything that we talked, that I wanted to talk about and had ideas about. Good shit. So, in conclusion, be glad that we haven't made contact with aliens. Cause Either for their sake or for, for our ours. own. Yeah. It'd be a shit show either way. Yeah. But, I mean, most things are a shit show, especially <laughs> nowadays, right? Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, if you have thoughts about aliens or their existence, what would happen if we found them, they found us, anything else that we've talked about on the show. Yeah, or if you just have thoughts, period. If you have <laughs> thoughts that you would like to share. Preferably, like, thoughts that you would say in public. Yeah. I don't want private thoughts. None. Nope. You take no it right private back. private thoughts, yeah. Uh, if you have any thoughts and would like to send us an email that we'll read on this podcast then you can either contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. We're not on Facebook, other things. No. Find us. Search our <laughs> names. Uh, alternatively, send us an email at hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. That's hypothetical, H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L, siblings, S-I-B-L-I-N-G-S, at gmail.com. Thank you, guys, and have a good week. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time. Adios.